Okay, thank you for listening to Beyond the Court Ministries. My name is Destiny Hughes Santos. If you're busy and you want to learn more of the Word, this is a place where you can grow in the Word of God and get something and apply it practically to your life. So thanks again for listening, and I hope you enjoy the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. Alright, so we are currently studying the book of Luke, and we are in Luke chapter 4, and last time we looked at Luke chapter 4, verse 3 through 4, and we saw how the devil tempted Jesus to turn some stone into bread, and how sometimes in our lives the enemy won't really come at us and tempt us with full-blown sin, But he will tempt us with things that will fulfill our fleshly desires, things that will tempt us and help us get more in tune with the carnal world instead of the spiritual. Another thing we looked at is not only would turning the stone into bread fulfill Jesus' hunger because he was hungry, but it also would have fulfilled what the enemy was trying to get Jesus to do, which was to perform or try to prove something. And so the devil was coming at his identity. Hey, if you are the son of God, prove it by doing this. And there will be times where the devil will also tempt us and try to come at our identity and say, hey, you know what? If you are truly a Christian, then you should do this. Or if you are truly a son of God or a daughter of God, then God wouldn't be pleased with you until you perform this way. And those are also lies of the devil We don't have to have a performance mentality. You know, God loves us unconditionally regardless of how we perform. And our works and the lifestyle that we live in, they come naturally through a connection to God and being led by his Holy Spirit, not based on me trying to perform and prove anything. And the last thing we talked about was how Jesus resisted both of those temptations by scripture and how when we're tempted in any area of our lives, the best way to fight and resist the enemy is to find scripture that we can stand on and identify with. So that's kind of what we talked about last time. Today, we're going to be picking up in Luke chapter 4, verse 5, and it says, Then the devil took him up and revealed to him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. I will give you the glory of these kingdoms and authorities over them, the devil said, because they are mine to give to anyone I please. I will give it all to you if you will worship me. Jesus replied, The scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. And we're going to stop right there. And so the first thing I noticed was in verse five, it said, then the devil took him up. And I look at that as, you know what? The enemy was actually able to take Jesus to a high place. And he pretty much was able to show him all the kingdoms of the world. And he had the ability to do that. And there may be times in our lives where opportunities come our way. And sometimes we always say, you know, this is God, this is God. But sometimes the enemy can bring opportunities as well and try to elevate us in high places. And really, there's a motive behind why he's doing that. And what stood out was he said, I got all these kingdoms and I can give them all to you if you will worship me. And and my first thought was like, well, Jesus actually ruled over everything. He already knew he owned all the kingdoms. To me, it wasn't about ruling and reigning over the kingdom itself because Jesus already was the ruler and reign over those kingdoms. He already had authority. And I know the devil knew that. So why would the devil try to tempt Jesus to rule and reign over these kingdoms, knowing full well that Jesus already had authority over everything? And I looked at that as, you know, the devil was after Jesus' heart. And 
Jesus knew his authority already and the authority he was given. So he didn't get lost in the identity of ruling and reigning. And so what I think the devil was really after was Jesus' heart. And when opportunity comes our way, even if it's from the Lord, the devil will try to twist it and still try to come after our hearts and attack the position of our hearts, even in the blessing that God can give. And so my thing is when we know our authority in Christ and know that one day we will rule and reign with Jesus, we can know that whatever position, authority, or blessing that we receive on earth is not what define us. And I think that's what the enemy was trying to get Jesus to do was to identify with the things that he felt he could give to Jesus. Um, but Jesus already knew who he was. He knew the power he had. And so knowing that those things don't define us. And I, I feel that this represents how the enemy will try to make it about earthly treasures and earthly kingdoms. But God is more concerned about our heavenly treasures. You know, we don't have to lose our identity in the process. And so that was the first thing I noticed. Like, you know what? The devil took him up. We know based on scripture in Psalm 16 too, it says every good thing comes from God. But we know that the enemy will try to twist that and pervert that and try to use those blessings from God and try to make us find our identity in it, where now we're losing ourselves in that position. We're losing ourselves in that authority. We're losing ourselves in that financial blessing. And instead of storing up heavenly treasure and using those positions uh, to serve and glorify God, now we're focused more on our earthly treasures and not really our heavenly treasures. So that was number one. The second thing I noticed was when the devil said, all of this will be yours if you would worship me. And I looked up some synonyms for worship and other words that kind of describe worship is reverence or adoration or devotion. When opportunity comes our way, how can we guard our heart from the enemy trying to attack our identity in those opportunities? Is one, what do I stand for? You know, am I able to hold on to my true beliefs and values? Would I be able to glorify God in this position? Or do I have to devote myself to the things of the world and not be able to speak my values and speak my beliefs in this position? Not necessarily preach God. I don't have to speak a scripture, but would this allow me to hold on to the beliefs that I have and be used and be able to produce godly values or will this actually dim the light that God is causing me to shine so those are some of the the things that we can think about and then the third thing I noticed was Jesus didn't get into a debate with the devil because I'm thinking you know here's the devil showing Jesus all these kingdoms and it was like you know these are mine to give if you will worship me and Jesus didn't say well you know technically I own everything and one day, every knee will bow and every tongue, including you, will confess that I am Lord. You know, he didn't go into this big debate and get all technical, all the details and say, oh, you know, I actually came to fulfill scripture. And, you know, you know, Jesus didn't actually do all the extra. Jesus simply said the scripture say. And in every one of the temptations that we look at in Luke chapter four, Jesus is quoting scripture from the book of Deuteronomy. And Jesus didn't give his opinions and give his thoughts. He just stuck with what scripture said, knowing that the word of God is enough. And to me, this last point, it really ties into some of the current issues that we're experiencing in our world today with all the different political beliefs out there, with all the different opinions and the injustice. There's so much division, right? For all believers, 
whether believers in the black community, believers in the white community, I myself am a black woman, you know, the biggest thing we could do during this time is to look at what scriptures say, especially if you identify as someone who follows Jesus and as someone who wants to exemplify the qualities of Jesus in our everyday lives. My heart has been, what is scripture saying during these times? God, what are you speaking to me? And I'm reminded of scriptures like John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that none should perish, but all should have eternal life. And that means all, all people, all races, all sinners, murderers, you know, those who actually are racist and commit injustice, like all all of us. He died for every single one of us. No sin is too great for God. He died for each and every one of us. And he loves everybody. Also, I think of 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 19 through 23. And in that scripture, Paul is pretty much talking about how when he was with the Jews, he became like a Jew so that he can bring some Jews to Christ. And when he was with the Gentiles, he became like the Gentile, never um, going against the law of God, but he became like a Gentile and he tried to find common ground with everyone so that he can bring all to Christ. And in the same way, I'm like, okay, what's the common ground for believers? Well, it's our faith. It's our faith in Jesus Christ. And so how can we find common ground to help unify us as a nation? It's through the love of God. You know, that is the common ground is our faith, because as we all try to exemplify qualities of Jesus, that's the common ground that will unify us. And the law of God is to, he gave us two. He said, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. And that's the stand that we can make of all races is to find common ground through the love of God. And God also put on my heart, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, says, we don't fight against flesh and blood, but of principalities of the spirit. Everything evil, right? Racism, murder, uh, police brutality, everything that people uh, do that's evil, it's because it's a spiritual influence behind it. The sin within us that causes us to do those things. And so knowing that, you know what, this is a spiritual battle. If we can focus our eyes on the true enemy, that's a strategy of his. And so focusing on, okay, you know what, let's actually pray. Let's, let's join together. Let's pray and attack the spiritual realm. We can't fight a spiritual battle with human weapons. And so it's like, what are the weapons of God? Well, the Bible says in, in Galatians that the fruits of the Holy Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So how can I fight with weapons of the Spirit in the current times that I'm living in? Well, when there's anger, I can show love. You know, where there's hurt and pain, I have to be willing to forgive. When there's strife and division and chaos, right? I, I should be a peacemaker. I should come and bring peace. And these are the weapons of the Spirit. And so, what does the Word of God say about what's going on in our current times? And then the last scripture that I'm actually going to read that God put on my heart is found in Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. And it says, since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love which binds us all together in perfect harmony. 
and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. And that's Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 through 15. And so I just look at that last point where how Jesus didn't get in a full debate with the devil, right? All he did was he went to what scriptures say. He said, you know what? The scriptures say I should worship God and serve him only. And I just tie that into what we're dealing with today is as a body of believers of all races, how can we worship God and serve him only and exemplify him in the current times? And so to my black brothers and sisters out there, um, those who have experienced pain and experienced racism and you know, everything in us want to just kind of fight back, you know, and I'm all for peaceful protest. But, you know, when you want to do something violent, right, and you want to respond out of anger, let's just remember what the scriptures say. Hey, let's forgive. You know, Jesus was hung on the cross and the people that were nailing him to the cross and spitting on him and beating him up, his words and his prayer for them was, God, forgive them. God, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. And so, You know, I'm going to forgive you. I'm going to forgive those who abuse their power and authority. I'm going to forgive those who are racist. I'm going to forgive those who have hurt me. And it's easier said than done, absolutely. But through the power of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to fight this battle with spiritual weapons. And to my white brothers and sisters out there, I just ask that if you are believers, you know, how can we walk in the love of God? How can we serve in the love of God? How can we be a part and serve together and unify together and pray with one another? You know, the Bible says, you know, even in the scripture I share, when Paul was saying when I was with the Jews, I was like a Jew when I was with the Gentiles. He also said when he was with the weak, he shared with those in weakness, right? And to mourn with those who mourn, to weep with those who weep. And so for my brothers and sisters in the white community that also identify as a believer, how can you weep with those who weep and mourn with those who, who mourn and, and find common ground with everyone through, through the love of God to really unify this thing and, and really start to bring unity in a nation that's divided. And I truly believe that God can do that through the power of love. That's my message for today. So overall, what can we get from this? Well, number one, the devil took Jesus up to a high place. So whenever opportunity comes, whenever uh, I have an opportunity to step into leadership or I'm given, I'm promoted into a leadership position or I'm promoted financially and I'm making a lot more than I used to, or I have an opportunity to step into a different ring of authority, how should I look at that? Well, number one, I must be prepared for the enemy to come and attack my heart on the matter. And the enemy will try to make me identify with that position and identify with the money and try to make it about earthly treasures. And I must always guard my heart and and say, you know what? I'm a rule and reign with Jesus. I already have authority in the name of Jesus. And so I'm going to stay focused on storing up heavenly treasure. And I'm going to use the position of authority that I've been giving and the blessing that I received in this leadership position or this financial blessing. I'm going to use it to advance the kingdom of God and to glorify God in the process. Number two, how the devil said, okay, 
if you want all this, you have to worship me. And so what does that look like? Well, what am I devoted to in this position, in this leadership, in my lifestyle? What am I worshiping? What am I giving my time to, my devotion to, my adoration to? And doesn't line up to the values and integrity of God. And is this something that God truly wants me to do if I'm not able to freely be myself and express my values and beliefs? And then the third thing is... Jesus didn't debate with the devil. He simply kept it scriptural. What does the scripture say about this? And what everything that's going on in the world, what does the scripture say about the racism and the injustice and the police brutality that's going on around the world? Well, one, those who are being oppressed and those who are feeling the pain, how do we fight that? What spiritual weapons is to love, forgive, show mercy. The Bible says to pray for those who hurt you, bless those who curse you, pray for your enemies. You know, the power of love and forgiveness and mercy, the qualities of God that he demonstrated to us, we are meant to do that to others. But also on the other side, you know, how can we walk in true unity and peace? And how can I, in the body of Christ, right, weep with those who weep? mourn with those who mourn and really just allow God to use me to bring comfort and encouragement all around the world in the position that God has given me. So that's the message for today. And let's just end in prayer. So Lord, I just thank you for what you're doing um, in our lives. I thank you for your word, God, that is filled with so many answers. And God, I just pray that for every believer out there, uh, I just pray that you will help us exemplify your qualities everywhere we go that you help us love everywhere we go, that you help us bring peace everywhere we go, that we will be people that are filled with mercy and tenderhearted and patience and kindness and gentleness. And Lord, that you will help us just like when you were nailed on the cross to say, forgive them, Lord, that we will offer forgiveness and that you will help us fight the battle with spiritual weapons and not with human weapons, God. And Lord, I just pray that you would strengthen every believer with wisdom on how they can share your light and shine your light. And Lord, I do pray for promotions and blessings out there for people. I pray that you will elevate your people in the body of Christ to places of leadership and, and bless them financially so that they can also give more to the kingdom of God. And Lord, I pray as you promote people and as you bless people, and when the enemy come to try to attack them in those areas and try to make them identify with those blessings and identify with that position, that you help them um, stay focused on advancing the kingdom of God and not to get wrapped up in the earthly treasures, Lord, in the earthly title and the earthly positions, but that um, they would just stay focused on advancing your kingdom and using the resources and the leadership position that you've given them to do that. And I ask this, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed the message today, please subscribe and share with others as I will continue to upload weekly messages. Also, if you would like a daily devotional, shoot me an email at destinyhughes20 at gmail.com. That's D-E-S-T-I-N-I-H-U-G-H-E-S-2-0 at gmail.com. Thanks and have a blessed day.